Many people feel divorce is a death sentence, but with the right support and guidance, you can move through the process with knowledge, skills, and confidence. It can also be a time of growth and progress. As a divorce and empowerment coach, I'm an invaluable member of your divorce team. I help you understand and navigate the process, come to terms with your emotions, avoid costly mistakes, learn skills to help you communicate and negotiate, find your true voice, and create an empowered life post-divorce. If you're interested in learning more, schedule a free consultation at HerEmpowereddivorce.com. Hi, beautiful. I'm so glad you're here with me. I'm so excited about our episode today. My guest is Andrea Schink. Andrea is a certified divorce real estate professional. And if you'd listened to one of our prior divorce expert series, you'd learn that a CDRE, or Certified Divorce Real Estate Professional, is an intensely trained specialist in selling your home in a divorce. Andrea is going to talk with me today about all things related to the real estate, assets, and divorce, as well as the market. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Hi, Beverly. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm really excited about this topic. I know for many of my clients, the house is such a big topic, both emotional and financial. Exactly, exactly. Um, Especially, I find especially for women, it's not just the financial piece in the home. It's where we raise our children. It's where we make our family. It's where we set up our home. And so it it does carry a lot more. It's where the woman has decorated and really put blood, sweat, and tears into it for so long. And it can be very, very taxing and uh, emotional when it comes down to this piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. I think of it as a financial and an emotional asset. Correct. In that. It's true. Could you go over just briefly for the audience, how is the process different when you're selling a home during divorce? So from a functional standpoint, it's very similar. From realistically, though, there's the emotions involved. You know, when we're trained as realtors, we're trained that a couple is going to come to us and they're going to agree on everything and trust each other and be excited to be buying a home together. Well, very often that's not the case when couples are divorcing. They can't agree on what day it is. They don't trust each other. Um, not in every situation, um, but in in the more challenging ones, they're not cooperative in some cases. So having a professional that knows what they're doing and can navigate those challenges, um, if you have an offer on the table, for example, and somebody's not signing it and it's a good offer and the market's doing its dance like it is now you need somebody who's a trained professional a certified divorce real estate expert like myself who can navigate you through those waters and navigate the deal through those waters additionally it's very common and normal that when you're in a, uh, a real estate transaction, I'm just gonna talk to the wife, Th- that person's not working, or the husband, he's very business-minded, and 
and you spend time and focus with that one party, the other one feels left out and like something may be going on behind their back. And that's not a good place to be. So again, as a CDRE, I'm a trained neutral and the average realtor doesn't know a thing about that. Exactly. Yep. I totally agree. Now, the market seems to be playing ping pong um, lately. How has that, all the changes impacted divorcing parties? Excellent question. So a couple things. Gosh, so, so many places to go with this one. So what's happened, so I'm in the uh, Los Angeles, West Side, Beverly Hills, West Side to Malibu, parts of the valley. So in my corner of the universe, we still have a fairly low inventory. Um, today is the end, it's the end of April. On the first of the month, every month, I pull my numbers and, and I'm looking at the absorption rate and our inventory is still very, very low. So that's keeping prices strong. Um, I had a, a sale, I had three bidders last week on, on a property. So that tells me the market's still strong. I just saw a statistic that purchase um, applications for mortgages are up over the last several weeks. So people are adjusting to the idea, you know what, these are the rates that we have right now. And if I need to buy a house, this is how I'm gonna do it. That's the other important piece is interest rates, let's call it a year ago, were half what they are today, half. That heavily impacts a lot of things. It impacts the buyer and how much they can pay for your home. It also, importantly, in a divorce case, it impacts a buyout. So if you're thinking about doing a buyout, the first recommendation, or um, I, you, you called it an actionable tip, is get pre-approved and get that process started early, uh, as early as you can in the process. It is a little bit of um, hoops to go through. There's something called a CDLP, Certified Divorce Lending Professional. I do not do that, right? So those people are trained on how to get you um, as a divorcing party pre-approved to do a buyout or to do a purchase or whatever it is. And, and there are different hoops that you need to jump through in a divorce that are different from a regular purchase. So speak to them early so you can get yourself prepared. So that's actionable number one. Are you just involved with the sale of the house or also the buy of a new house? Good question. I can be involved in the buy of a new house as a trained neutral. If I'm selling one house, I would ask permission of the other party. Hey, is it okay with you if I help him or her to make a, a new purchase? Or at the end of the sale, then I'm a free agent and I can go and help them. But generally my job, how I earn a living is managing the sale for both part parties as a neutral and um, getting them to the finish line. I actually have, a, this is very sweet and it's not always the case. I have a, a sale closing today and they were packing up and cleaning up and um, as one of them was walking out the door, he said, I love you. And she said, I love you. And they're parting ways. But oh. that's not always the case. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. Um, was, sometimes you have it where one says it and the other one doesn't. Right. I, I, 
I think most women now understand the value of a CDRE. Okay. So how do they find CDREs in their neck of the woods, if you will? Good question. So uh, we do have a website that you can go to. Uh, I want to say we're in about 35 states, but I could be wrong. Um, I have colleagues in many, many places. We are specially trained and it, it takes a special uh, spirit to be able to shuttle somebody through yes. this. So um, I would Google divorce expert, real estate divorce expert. That's sometimes how people find me is by Googling real estate divorce expert, not necessarily certified, but that would be one way to find um, okay. somebody who can help you. There are lots of people who have other certifications that are really teeny tiny low level. Um, that's how I started actually. I took a teeny tiny sort of online thing. Didn't give me nearly the education and information I need to shuttle people through well, like I know now. Um, what if a person doesn't have a CDRE in their area? What mm -hmm. is your advice? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, they don't have a CDRE, but they still need to sell. Um, I would say probably either start by, you can contact me and I can try and uh, partner with somebody long distance, somebody to be sort of the boots on the ground. And I could handle the uh, via Zoom and phone calls and that handle the more difficult pieces of the puzzle. I'm only licensed in the state of California. Um, but I could still partner with somebody in some way to support, support them. Gotcha. gotcha. Or contact so, me and I'll just outright refer you. Okay. Yeah. So many women want to keep the family home. You know, we've talked about there's such an emotional attachment. There's the financial attachment. Mm -hmm. What are the issues that come to play both emotionally and financially in that thought process? Okay, so that's a good question. So I mentioned um, the first is getting pre-approved. So here's part of the challenge is the market, say in the last five years, has really gone up. And interest rates have really gone up. So doing the buyout is going to be more difficult or, or could prove to be more difficult. So the first thing is get pre-approved. Find out if it's even an option. I would rather you have heartbreak upfront before you've spent $20,000 or whatever litigating, I want to keep the house, I want to keep the house, or worse, right. spend that $20,000, get to the finish line, and only to find out you have to sell it anyway, because watch this. In my neighborhood, a million dollar home is, is not unusual. So let's say you've got a million dollar home, and you find out after um, everything's been finalized after you've spent $20,000, litigating, can I do a buyout only to find out you don't qualify and you have to sell it. Now you have all of the expenses of sale, including any repair credits, staging, moving costs, all of that stuff is born to the individual, right? Right. So please, please find that out up front tear the band-aid off you know um and and find somewhere else you can call home is it painful it can be for sure 
Yeah. But it's it's something that in the long run will be easier if you make peace with if you haven't gone down the road of a year and 20 or 30 grand to try yeah. and preserve it. And so it also may be an opportunity for you to create a new life, a new vision, a new home that's all your own with new memories. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's all yours and you get to nest yourself and and start over um, putting what you want where you want and mm -hmm. you will rebuild you know your life oh, 2.0 yeah. is out there and it's awaiting you um and the sooner you start that process the happier you will be the other thing is you know people I spoke to somebody yesterday about staying on a mortgage and or staying on title. Those two, well, we'll move out and the other party, let's call it he, is keeping the house, but I'm staying on the mortgage or I'm staying on title or the inverse. He's staying on the mortgage and he's staying on title. Those are rife with challenges. And let me just give you a couple of them. Um, God forbid there is an issue uh one of my neighbors we've had crazy crazy rains and one of my neighbors um had a tree fall on their house well let's say only one yep went right through the living room <laughs> didn't go all the way through thank god but it was the biggest tree i think of the neighborhood um the insurance check will come to both parties well, what if he's not so willing to sign up, sign it back over to you or the other party yeah. is not so willing? So that's one issue. Uh, another issue is let's say it's yours and you haven't um, done the interspousal transfer deed to get them off of title. And let's say they forget to pay their taxes. The IRS can put a lien against your house for wow. tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Get it done and get them off as early as possible. Here's another one. Uh, check with your mortgage broker. But if if their credit is still, if, if they stop making payments on something, uh, let's say that the wife is in the house and the wife stops making payments on the house. It's going to affect the outspouse's credit because his credit is tied to that same loan. So the opposite can be true too. So the sooner that you, you know, divorce the spouse, divorce the house, divorce the mortgage, the better for everybody. Um, you never know. Uh, I heard this crazy, crazy story. Let's see if I can remember it. Um, somebody stayed on title. He remarried. 10 years later, the market went way up. 10 years later, all this equity has been accumulated. He remarried uh, nine years earlier. So all of that equity for nine years that ballooned, he passes away. The new wife mm. is now part owner of that equity. Wow. Yeah, that would be devastating to anybody. <clears throat> Don't, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> and unfortunately, attorneys are wonderful. They're great at what they do, family law attorneys. But not everybody in family law is an expert in real estate and, and the pitfalls and um, sure. where the landmines lie. Many people feel divorce is a death sentence. But with the right support and guidance, you can move through the process with knowledge, skills, and confidence.
It can also be a time of growth and progress. As a divorce and empowerment coach for over 25 years, I'm an invaluable member of your divorce team. I help you understand and navigate the process, come to terms with your emotions, avoid costly mistakes, learn skills to help you negotiate, find your true voice, and create an empowered life post-divorce. If you're intrigued and want to learn more, schedule a free consultation with me at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com. And now let's get back to the show. Well, why would somebody leave them on title or leave them on the mortgage? I don't... Good, good question. So um, sometimes, let's go back to doing a buyout. Sometimes one party won't qualify. Sometimes okay. on their own. Uh, to. Well, we'll wait until I heard somebody yesterday say uh, husband wants to wait until the market gets better. Well, who defines that? Mm -hmm. Right. So um, and how long does it take? <laughs> it could take years and years. Right. Well, let's wait until the interest rates go down. Down to what? And who defines that? Right. So it's rife with problems. It's rife with problems. Wow. Yeah. What precautions should you take in the sale of your home when you're divorcing? Precautions? Mm -hmm. uh, tell me more. Are about there you. any things to really look out for that might cause a problem that you need to think about? Okay. Um, so now I understand. Uh, great question. So if there is an uncooperative spouse, who um, a couple scenarios might be uh, the in-spouse is not allowing showings and the out-spouse is making the payments. Gotcha. Well, in-spouse is living there for free, right? And either they won't allow showings or sometimes, oftentimes they aren't really good uh, at keeping the house up. They don't make the bed, right. there's piled up dishes, it smells like uh, animal, business all over the place. So that's going to deter buyers. It's going to bring the value down. Oftentimes we see this if somebody doesn't want to move or sell or, I mean, revenge perhaps. Um, yes. Or if they're trying to do a buyout and bring the value down. So you might mm -hmm. see that there. So the best thing that you can do is have a realtor like myself, a certified divorce real estate expert, can be appointed to the case by the court. And now you've I've been appointed. I have a duty to the court. I have a duty to convey information if I'm not getting cooperation. Also, when you're having your uh, stipulations drawn, have time frames in there. One spouse wants to do a buyout. He has 45 days to do the buyout. And if that doesn't happen on the 46th day, CDRE Andrea Shank shall be appointed by the court to sell the property in the sale. Gotcha. And time frame should be mine. Pricing should be mine. Because, for example, uh, the house may look great. And I just need a little bit of touch up and, and staging or none at all. Or the house may look like a wreck and I need a lot of work done and all of that stuff takes time and effort and money. So I, I look at each, I come to each sale, to each opportunity and look at what I have in front of me and make decisions. So 
Wow. There we go. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it that way that someone would stall the process. Yeah. Well, if they're not paying mortgage and the outspouse is paying it and they're living there for free, why not? Wow. Um, are there other divorce experts that you tend to work with almost as a team in that process, whether it's to gain information or to share information? You said the certified divorce lending professional, but are mm -hmm. there others? <clears throat> So, uh, yes. So obviously you'd have, in some cases, some divorcing parties are self-represented, right? So, okay. you know, we do what we can do. Oh, here's a point, uh, something to talk about. And they're often self-represented because there's not money flowing to pay for an attorney. Right. And that's a really unfortunate thing. And you need to you need to have representation. So there is something called a flarple. Family <laughs> law real estate property lien. If an attorney is willing to receive payment upon the sale of the property, you can have good representation. I actually have um, a party that contacted me. So their their fees come out of the proceeds? Is that what you're saying? Oh. Correct. Correct. Not every attorney is willing to do that because for right. all intents and purposes, they're working for free until the house sales sells. But there's a lien against the property to do so. Right. Family law, something real property lien. I forgot what the, maybe there is no A. Family law. Yeah. Basically like that. So they put a, pro, a lien against the property and the best case scenario is there's the lien against the property. There's an order to sell. That's another thing. You, if you have an order to sell, the court has dictated what you have to do. The other party may or may not be, may not be cooperative, but if you have an order to sell, a professional would know how to navigate through that. Somebody right. who's a lay person, like you asked me earlier, what's the difference? Isn't gonna know how to navigate that. Isn't gonna know how to obtain um, cooperation. Um, Back to the flarple, um, that can be a really good tool to get the representation, if you have enough equity in the home, to get the representation that you need and make, make sure that you're heading in the right direction for your life 2.0. I also have encountered a company that will lend you the money for the attorney up front and that it will be taking out of, taken out of the proceeds as well. So that's another yeah, alternative. I'm not surprised at that. My guess is it's going to be, um, you know, right up there with 18% credit cards to do that. Um, so if you can, my opinion is avoid that 18%. It could be higher. I, I've seen that in other, um, in, in probate, for example. They, they, they'll do the same thing. Um, so the other thing you asked me was about what other specialists someone like you someone okay. who can divorce coach yeah somebody who can coach the divorcing party through the process okay so we're at this juncture and i know it's hard to sell but somebody who can help you know get get her With the emotions yeah yeah because it is an emotional thing and i i think guys are 
not as emotional about it about the home as we are because like i said earlier we make our babies here we raise our babies here we nest here and so it's a different beast for them um and and perhaps they need therapies too and and great if they're able to go and obtain them wonderful what other ex uh experts well maybe a certified divorce financial analyst on yes. the front end to yes. pull together all the information that the lending professional might need yeah in fact i spoke to somebody yet uh the other day and a forensic so somebody who can right so a forensic accountant can go through the business for example that's not my job i don't business i only touch the the housing piece uh and determine has he been squirreling money away i heard a crazy story yesterday where um i guess the wife was a doctor and the husband was the office manager and he set up the uh the paypal or whatever with the income to go to his personal bank account oh wow right and then he went off to the bahamas and they had to hire a forensic and it's money well spent money very well spent because very often there is hiding unfortunately yes and again yeah, i think when there's a business that's a big potential red flag and some of the businesses are uh they they own their mom and pop uh landlords and they own multiple small apartment buildings that's you know that's something too yeah so there's lots of areas that professionals come into play that are, we're all really here to help you and to, we work together when appropriate to, to get you to your life 2.0, really. It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. You've given us so many tips and so much information. How can our listeners find you? So um, I have actually done this, it's kind of fun. If you Google, do a Google search, because that's uh, that's a verb now to Google someone. So if you Google certified di uh, divorce real estate Beverly Hills, I think I'm number one. Uh, and please do, because it'll help me get up in the ranks. Uh, <coughs> shameless plug there. Um, and my real estate, my uh, website is Andrea Schink. S-H-I-N-K dot com. You can go and read my divorce resources page. You'll find out a lot about whether it's me or anybody else you might be interviewing, um, what you should be looking for and what kind of questions to ask. Um, it, it would be great for me and, and better for you. Absolutely. Do you have anything else to share that I've left out? So I think... Good question. I think take a deep breath and, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's a long process. Life 2.0 is going to be better than you realize. Um, I realize it might sound like you, but it, it all, it, it will all come out good in the end. It might be painful through the process. And when you're going through hell, really keep going. <laughs> yeah. don't stop in the middle just keep on going so yeah I like I like to say don't stop before the miracle happens oh very good I love it I love it thank you so much for being my guest today you're really you're amazing and your information is so on point thank you I really enjoyed it 
All of Andrea's information will be available in the show notes along with mine, and you can find them at HerEmpowereddivorce.com on the podcast page or wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, the video version is also on YouTube. In any case, please subscribe and leave us a review. And if you have ideas for future episodes, please submit them via the contact page on my website. Thank you so much for being with Andrea and myself on this episode of Her Empowered Divorce. Join me for our next one, where we'll dive deeper into other topics and information that will help you on your separation journey. Remember, you can see even more podcast episodes on my website as well. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. Remember, divorce doesn't have to be a death sentence. With the right support and guidance, you can move through the process with knowledge, skills, and confidence. And it can also be a time of growth and empowerment. A divorce and empowerment coach is an invaluable member of your divorce team. I help you understand and navigate the process, come to terms with your emotions, avoid costly mistakes, find your true voice, and create an empowered life post-divorce. If you're interested in learning more, schedule a free consultation at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com. And be sure to check out my other episodes of Her Empowered Divorce podcast and resources on my website or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This will help me reach out to more women in the same space so you are not so alone. I appreciate your support. Until next time, take care and stay empowered.